Hey, welcome to the Echo Youth Podcast, where we're going to talk about the Bible, how it applies to our daily lives, and have a lot of fun while we're doing it. My name is Brett Westerfield, and my wife and I are the youth pastors of Echo Youth Ministries at South Coast Christian in San Juan Capistrano, California. And I'm joined today by one of our youth leaders, Ben Wallace. Let's get it. Well, good morning, afternoon, and evening to all whatever the folks, time you're listening. <laughs> yeah, to, to all the folks uh, joining us, uh, welcome to uh, episode 26. A um, couple updates from last week: we drafted uh, things to do when you're the last person on earth, um, and uh, Ben won that one. Uh, probably let's go. Disneyland, so and being king of Hawaii and declaring myself king of Hawaii—that's a dub. Yeah, so. Uh, solid victory. Uh, respect it. It's uh, it's well earned. Um, I'm mounting my comeback. Yeah. So now it's the the record here is fourteen, 14 and ten. So we're things are heating up. It's getting fun. Um, it is sometime in July. Lost track. Um, but you know. That's or a, midway through. That's how it goes. It's oh wait wait. It's probably the twelfth. It's the twelfth. It's the 12th it's today. Twelfth. Posted on the thirteenth. Posted on the thirteenth. So it's gonna be the thirteenth. Um. Anywho, so we are uh, gonna be in our second week of Crash the Chatterbox. Um. Which is, um, they're very short. Um. Readings. Uh. Which is great. So the probably this section of episodes will be a little bit shorter than, um, what they typically are. But I think that's okay. A little change of pace. It's not bad. Um, I don't think we have any other announcements or anything to talk about in terms of that. Uh, Ben and I have been super into, well, and some some of our friends have been super into spike ball and oh yeah, different yard games. So we're gonna um have a draft that might coincide with that later. I don't know, you never know. And so uh yeah, but. With no further ado, let's get into... Yeah, let's get into the Bible plan. Yeah, let's get into the reading plan here. Um, so this is week two, like we said, week two of the of Crass Chatterbox, which is a book written by Stephen Furtick, and so there's a Bible plan uh, kind of about it. And so uh, let's read the scripture first. So it's Matthew 3, um, 16 through 17. And this is, um, this is uh, talking about the story of when Jesus was baptized by John the Baptist, um, which is kind of a cool story. He goes down and John the Baptist recognizes kind of, you know kind of who he is and he's like you should be baptizing me and he goes no but you know and, and so John baptizes him and and then this is what happens and so and Jesus is kind of setting the tone for us of just kind of what that looks like right and so he says and when Jesus was or this says and when Jesus was baptized immediately he went up from the water and behold the heavens were open to him and he saw the spirit of God descending like a dove and coming um, to rest on him. And behold, a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. Which is pretty cool. And so what this speaks to, the devotional for uh, for this week is, because remember, the, the chatterbox is the things that the, the enemy says about us that we're trying to break down. Mm-hmm. And so last week we kind of just talked about what the chatterbox was and kind of how to start combating that and then this week it just says the kind you know kind of our first thing in dealing with an insecurity that 
the chatterbox seems to attack is our identity. And it's so important for us to know that no matter what happens in life, like we, we are, um, truly only who God says we are. Um, I mean, we can choose to, to act certain ways and you see people acting, um, out of their character and doing things like that all, um, all the time. But at the end of the day, who we were meant to be and who God created us to be were, were the people who God says we are. Right. Yeah. And so, um, with this scripture, we see that even Jesus, the son of God and also God, right. In the Trinity, the three in one, right. Um, but even Jesus got the affirmation of the Father in in God saying who he was, right? This mm-hmm. is my son whom I'm well pleased. And so um, we'll go we'll just jump right into a couple of questions to talk about this topic of who God says we are, and then we're gonna finish with that prayer at the end that we've been doing. Um, Let's because go. there's a new one here too. And so this will probably go by quick, but that's great. So it's all good. Good stuff. All right, so my first question, not too in-depth, but at the same time could be loaded. So question one is, what is typically the source of insecurity? Um, I, think the, I think the source... That's a good question. A lot of times the source of our insecurity... kind of weighs on just not trusting who God says we are or maybe even not knowing there's a certain aspect of that where like Mm -hmm. people who aren't um, Christians necessarily they have no clue who God says they are right because they've never met God they don't know what that looks like and uh, so yeah I would say that like the biggest thing that we can we can that we have to start recognizing is before we can correct right before we can um, start changing things around is knowing where our insecurities come from and a lot a lot of times actually our insecurities weird enough a lot of times our insecurities are are relative to our our gifts which is mm-hmm. super funny because what happens is is the places that we're like not strong in typically I mean there's there's certain insecurities that pop up but a lot of times the things we're not strong in, we don't really care about right for me like i don't really care how good i am at video games like i like playing video games but it's not an insecurity of mine that i'm not like a hardcore gamer because yeah. it's not a passion area of mine in terms of like competitively yeah like i like playing with the guys and stuff like that but it's not like life or death yeah but like sports like Anybody who's been around me knows that I I want to be the absolute best at every sport I play. Like, yeah. and and if I'm like not, if I like suck at the sport, then I'll either no life it till I'm good or just like never <laughs> play it again. Yeah, <laughs> right? dude. Um, and so that that that's kind of where. And so like for me, like you know, some of my biggest insecurities are sometimes when I'm when I'm preaching or when I'm singing or when doing things that God's called me to do because I I, I often find myself comparing myself to other people that God has called in a similar fashion, thinking that they've called us to the same thing, but he hasn't, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so that gets tough, but yeah, I would say that's where insecurities kind of derive from is just, just an, a either a, 
unbelief or a not trust or or a just not knowing who God says we are. Dope. All right. Question two I have for you is why is it important to think the quote God says I am end quote thoughts? Um Yeah, I think it's I think it's important because One, I think there's there's a lot of power in our words. There's a lot of power in the tongue. And so if we declare things over ourselves, even if in the moment we kind of don't believe it, right, we, we start to kind of change our mindset and work towards those things. And so let's say like you, uh, let's go back to like the uh, analogy. Let's say you're teaching a Sunday school class, right? Mm-hmm. This is a typical thing. Um, Sunday school is kind of a relatively old topic, I guess, but. Let's say you're teaching a kids in kids ministry, right? This is a relatively normal thing for people who serve in church. Probably at some point you've served in some capacity in kids ministry. So yep. you're supposed to teach this lesson today, right? And so you are get, getting prepared and like like uh, like any good volunteer, you're really taking it seriously and you're you're putting your all into it. And then you get up right before you go. And you feel this, you, and you hear the chatterbox kind of come in, and it's like, "Hey, you know, you're not that good of a teacher. You don't know that much about the Bible. What are you gonna, what are you gonna teach these kids, right?" Mm-hmm. And I just think that for us, it's important to, in that moment, even though that's what either because of the chatterbox or because of our own feelings, like that's the way we feel. But then we just combat that with the declaration, like, you know what? No, God says. That that I could do this. God's called me to do this, right? And and we, we step into into those things. And in situations where we're 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 insecure and we feel that we are um, less than or we're we're not good enough, right? God says that we are uh, masterpieces, right? That we are made in His image. And so that that's another big thing too. Is just just yeah. to look yourself in the mirror and be like, hey, you know what? Like I am who God says I am, mm-hmm. because God doesn't want us to walk in. Um, in fear and in like anxiety and all those things, he wants us to walk in confidence, in humility, but but in confidence, right? Yeah. So that that would be probably what I'd say to that. Dope. All right. Question three, third and final question I have for you. Okay. Tonight is kind of going along with that. Uh, why do we have to break up with the idea of living up to others' expectations? Yeah. Um <laughs> I mean there I think there's a lot of answers to this. I think I think the the short answer on one aspect is we're never going to live up to anybody's expectations, not yeah. even our own. I'll never live up to my expectations. I'll never live up to yours. Right? I'll never live up to the mass majority of people's expectations and I'll never live up to to God's expectation of me, right? Mm-hmm. Because I'll always fall short. Yeah. And so once we once we kind of recognize that, and not in a depressing way where it's like I'm a loser, like I can't do anything right, right? But mm-hmm. once we realize and we accept kind of where we're at in that, then we can step into the promise that God has that his strength is made perfect in our weakness, right? And so we're like, hey, you know what? Like I'm going to fall short. But that's okay because like we just said a couple of minutes ago, like the, 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 the sum of who I am is not what everybody else says, but it's what God says. Right. Because, um, because I fall short and because I can't live up to expectations, um, 
God guides me and God carries the, a lot of the weight in, in that. And so um, I think it's really important for us to to let go of people's expectations. And the other reason being is because the only one that holds eternity for us is God, not other people. Mm -hmm. Um, those types of things will pass away. Those types of things are temporary. It's like, Oh, like how successful are you? How much money do you make? How much everybody dies the same, right? Yeah. (laughs) And, and, and everybody has, has one of two places to go after they die. Right. And that's just, it's just being honest. Right. You know, and we have a choice to go to heaven or to go to hell. And like, Going to heaven is as simple as just accepting Jesus into our life, right? And, mm-hmm. and or or choosing to accept the call that God has on our life to follow Him, right? Yeah. And so um, that's kind of as simple to, as it is. And it was, I think my, I don't know, I think it was my dad or somebody else, another pastor said one time that the uh, really the only things that you can take with you to heaven are the things that you gave away. Mm-hmm. And which is, if you think about it, it's really true. It's like if, if I keep um, knowledge to myself, if I keep money to myself, if I keep blessings to myself, if I keep um, anointing even to myself, if I keep yeah. all these things to myself, I don't get to keep those. Mm-hmm. Only I only get to keep those for the duration of my lifetime. But if I pass those things on and if I build a legacy and I give uh, financially, if I give blessings, if I give out anoint, like my share my anointing, right? If I give, you know, obviously in God's will, God gives anointing, but yeah. you know what I mean? If I, if I'm, if I'm passing on knowledge, if I, if I'm ca- helping people who are called to be built up as leaders, if I'm passing this stuff on instead of holding it for myself, then I get to keep it in eternity. Why? Because it lives through those other people. Um, so that's, that's, that's why, I went on a little tangent there, but that would be the way, the reason I would say like, because to a certain extent, when you're, when you're passing those things on, you're building a legacy. You're not doing it because of who those people say you are. Those people will say, those people will say the things that you want to hear about you because that you, because of, because you listen to what God said about you, if that makes sense. So for me right now, I'm a youth pastor, right? My legacy as a youth pastor will only be remembered by as much it will only be remembered by how much I listened or how much I believed who God says I way I am. Yeah. If I if if I lived up to the expectations of all leaders and students around me, I wouldn't be a youth pastor anymore, right? Mm-hmm. Like some of them some of the expectations are great. Some expect expectations were low, right? Some yeah. or, 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 and that's just, that's just, that's just, that's it just is what rolls. it is. Yeah. Right. And so my, my, my legacy with, with leaders and students will not come because I decided to, to see how, or ask them how they felt about me or, or live my life based on how, how they felt about me. I live my life based on who God says I am and that impacts them and empowers them. Yeah. Right. If that makes sense. so there's that there's my two cents i love to hear your two cents (laughs) say less all right so that was all i had that's uh danky mcspanky so uh let's got a draft well let's do the prayer first oh yeah i forgot about that sorry okay so i'm just gonna read this and and we'll pray it together so if you have the devotional open it up scroll to the bottom it says god thank you for making me unique you have a purpose for my life that is far that far exceeds 
my own ability or expectation. Teach me to lean solely on what you say about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Love it. So good. Yeah, that, that's dope. I forgot they have the prayer in it. I wish all of them had that. Yeah, it's actually really uplifting. Add a prayer at the end anyway. Yeah. Now, from now on. <laughs> Write our own prayer for every uh, reading yeah. plan. I'm down. Okay, if so. If it's not included like this one. So with no further ado, we gave a little teaser at the beginning, but um, so our youth leaders and youth group have been super into yard games recently because oh, we yeah. just bought a bunch of new ones and it's pretty hype. And so um, we decided to, to, do draft a, them. <laughs> to do a draft of the best yard games of all time. So why not? So it's game time. Uh, yeah, it's literally gangsters. So here we go. Uh, so we got to do rock, paper, scissors, which I won last week. Two weeks in a row, way. actually. Uh, oh, yeah, that's true. So, um, all right, here we go. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, my goodness. Get I'm getting aced, now. kid. Wow. Oh, I'm getting clapped now. I thought in my head, what does Ben always pick? And I always pick scissors. And I decided to go with it. Yeah, I always pick scissors, and I thought you were going to go rock because you smashed me two weeks in a row like that. Exactly. It's a mind game. It's a mind game now, yeah. And I'm, I'm learning how to... take how, notes on what you're playing. I'm learning how to how to, how to to mess with you mentally. And so yeah, you're getting good. in there. So I have the first overall pick. All right. Um, yeah, that's what they all say. For this... There's a clear pick here. Yeah, for this uh, yard game draft. Yeah, homie's already writing down his pick. And so... We just played this game for like four hours today, and I'm sunburnt to a crisp because of it. Yeah, homie's fried up in the studio right now. <laughs> yeah, and so the first overall pick, um, I'm picking a spike ball. Yeah, we that's, all saw that coming. That's the that's the best yard game of all time, as of right now, because we're right super now. into it. Yeah, in the right now times. <laughs> it's a great yeah. game. It's a fun one. Super fun. It's like a, it's like a smaller version of volleyball. It's really great. Yeah, I would have for sure taken that first overall. So that's a great pick. All right. Let me review my list here so I could just absolutely laser you back with one. I got to go with another American classic that we've been playing on Wednesdays, too. Oh, I know the pick. I'll yep. just cross it off the top of yep, my list. Yeah, I got to take Cornhole. Cornhole. Good pick. That was my second. That's another one. I'm trying to get absolutely disgusting at Cornhole. Yeah, this is the thing we've been talking about, uh, us as uh, youth pastors, youth leaders, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I think that we should all strive to, one, be more like Jesus each and every day and and, <laughs> and make disciples. Facts. Number two, to be professional level yard, yard game players. <laughs> so, that's... so we've been on our grind here at Echo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we played a lot of cornhole on Wednesday. We play, oh, I can't name the other games. Yeah, you can't name them because we might pick them. We played a lot of corn on Wednesday, and we played a lot of spike ball today. So yeah, we were at the beach, and we played spike ball for I'm probably three and a half hours. Ben and I were on a streak today. It was pretty good. We were playing pretty well. Yeah, it was pretty pretty hype. There's there's some sleepers out there too. Oh yeah, in our in our in our crew, our group's got some the big hidden diesel gems. was uh, was coming in coming in hot with that spike ball this. Yeah, shout out to Jackson too. He's a he's a he's a good Jackson's player. Jackson's a real baller. Um. Yeah. You're so, welcome. You're welcome, Jackson. <laughs> All right. Still Big Baby B, second pick. All right, my second pick. Uh, this is where it gets hard. <laughs> yeah, I know. The first two are like go-tos, but there's still one more that's I know you'll pick. 
Well, I actually don't. I don't think I'm going to pick the one that you think I'm going to pick right now. Okay. Because I'm going to pick an American classic. Okay. And I'm picking Horseshoes. I wanted that one so bad. Horseshoes is a... I used to play that all the time. It's it's undefeated, dude. It's it's such a good yard game. It's like you can play it all ages, anytime, any... Well, I mean, as long as you have the Not necessarily obviously. any place, but pretty much. But yeah, it's it's an old man game. It's a young man game. It's a it's old, a classic. It's an old lady game, a young woman game. Literally, <laughs> anybody can wants play. To chuck the thing. Yeah, it's great. Horseshoes, second pick. I'm throwing heaters at you. You are, but I got some. I got some good ones here. All right. Well, I'm just gonna have to. I got some sleepers later. I just gonna pick the one that I thought you were gonna pick, and now I assume you know I'm gonna pick. But another Echo Youth classic. I gotta take Can Jam off the list. Can Jam is a good pick. Last Wednesday, I was throwing some dimes after service. I threw three slot shots. So it, it's funny because like yard games are just made out of whatever you could find around the house. I'm sure, dude. The way they came up with these was like, yeah. hey, there's a bucket thing. Let's cut a hole in it and throw a frisbee at it. Think about and it. It's like, hype. Every game that we have so far, spike ball. It's like, okay, let's just build a net and just smack let's a ball. Just play on volleyball it. on the ground. Yeah. Cornhole. You just have a board and you cut a hole in it and you throw beanbags at it. Yep. Horseshoes. You. Take a, a horseshoe and chuck game. it on a pole. <laughs> yeah, you just take a horseshoe and chuck it on a pole. And then can jam. You take an old trash can, cut it, cut a slot in it. And then, and then you just... Throw some dimes. Yeah, you throw it. Try to make it in the slot. Or you try to... Or smack it in. But yeah, you pass it to a teammate. The real ones know you go slot only every throw. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, it's a good pick. Um, I don't know what to pick next. Um, yeah, there's a sheer drop-off. In popularity, not necessarily fun. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of sleeper yard games, but nobody really plays them. Yeah, so I'm gonna pick one that we've been playing recently. It's really fun. Uh, just picked it up recently, <laughs> uh, but it's really really fun. And so if you play it, you'll enjoy it. And it's badminton. Dude, you're stealing all my picks. We Bad- had the most epic Fourth of July badminton duel. Yeah, <laughs> that game's super fun. It's like slept on, but it's like no, it's fun. It's I mean, every, just like any game at the super high professional levels is super difficult, but it at lower levels it's pretty easy. It's like an easier version of like tennis, right? Because yeah, the ball doesn't it's like a carry. Yeah, it's like a it's probably like a tennis, ping pong, uh, kind of hybrid. Yeah, um, and volleyball mixed together. Yeah. So the, the rules of volleyball. Yeah. Yeah. So the the little birdie, it like just flies really easy, and it's like yeah. floats around, so it's pretty easy to Dude, track you can go and hit. Full swing on that sucker, and it won't go that far. Yeah. So it's it's a really fun game, really um, well versed game too. So it's great. Badminton was a dimer. All right, I'm gonna go with one that we don't have, but we need, and we used to have a while ago. But I'm going with Giant Jenga. That's on my list. We That's do have actually it. Fun. We actually do have it. It's yeah, it's just a bunch the, of two by fours. Yeah, it's not a professional version, but we do have something. No, but it we works. Could, we could bring it out. Giant. It's actually so fun, it, dude. One time, I'm not gonna name the person, but they pulled it out and it fell right on my foot. No. Two by fours all over my foot. <laughs> I was not a happy camper. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, no, that yeah, that's a great game. Super fun. Oh, it's so fun. Um, set that up on the lawn. It's a super nerve-wracking game, too. It just kind of... Yeah, it gets it, the adrenaline pumping. It pushes you to your limits, for sure. Uh, I like it. Giant Jenga. Okay, so now I'm going to pick... 
Okay, yeah, I know what I'm going to do. I'm uh, going to pick pickleball here. Okay. I don't know if you ever heard of pickleball. Yeah. But the reason I'm picking this Very one... Very long time ago, I've played it. Um, the reason I'm picking this one is because I kind of grew up on pickleball. It was kind of the, the game that was always played at our, um, our friends, the Anderson's house. Uh, and pickleball is like... Uh, it's basically like tennis... Um, it's basically, yeah, it's basically like tennis, but with a wiffle ball and like wooden paddles. Yeah. So it's a, a, a little bit easier than tennis. Um, mm-hmm. not as like fast pace, um, uh, but like a little harder than badminton. Uh, but it, it's something everybody can really play. It's really fun. I, I like that pick. Pickleball. Pickleball. I'm going to go with this one tends to be like a, a beach classic. I think a lot of people play it at the beach. But I'm going to go bocce ball. That's a good game. Uh it's it was actually the 5th on my list. I just didn't pick it cuz I was I have that one and another one that I was hoping would Told come back to me. And so now you basically made my other pick for me, but that's good. Let's go. Bocce ball is actually fun. Bocce is good. Um for the listeners, if you don't know what bocce ball is, bocce is um I think this is what it is. You, you, there's like a, a, a one ball that you throw out, and and then the goal is to um, get the each player has a certain set of, of balls to throw, and they're trying to get it as close yeah. to that ball as possible. Yeah, it's kind of like a oh, what's it called? Where you slide on the ice? Oh, it's kind of like curling. Yeah, it's kind of like curling. Yeah, Except, yeah. So you have like the pilot ball or whatever you'd call it, cue yeah. ball maybe. And you just each player has like three or four that you try and get as close as possible. You can knock the other player out of the way. Yeah, it's kind of like shuffleboard. Yeah, it's like shuffleboard a, in the way you can knock people. Yeah, but like I don't remember how the version. points work. It's like touching the ball is three within proximity. A certain amount of room is one. Yeah, and you can block and stuff. It's actually pretty fun. Yeah, it's a good. It game. gets competitive. It does. It's a great game. Um. Bam. So okay, I'm I I'm a little confused on the boundaries of what a yard game is because I've got a okay. couple that um, but I feel like I just can't I I don't know I just can't say them out loud. I have real real yard games, but All right, well, let's figure this out. Okay, how many rounds are we going? This will be five. Uh, we can go, we can go six. We got plenty of time, actually. We're way under time. Okay, we'll go to six. That might help your decision here. Mm. You could just rattle it off and I'll tell you. Okay, so is volleyball a yard game or no? No. Because it's just a sport. I think that's just a sport. Okay, cool. How about ultimate frisbee? I or mean, is that just a sport? It's as well? also like a. I think it's also a sport, but it's way less like. There's ultimate frisbee leagues though, so I think it's a sport. There's spikeball leagues though. That's true. I don't have to pick it. It's just. No, I don't know. I actually don't know. Like I'm being honest, I don't know what if it would be considered like that. Because I, I mean, technically I volleyball think, is too. I mean, you don't have to. You could just like. I don't think it counts. Net. I think I think to a certain extent, yard games have to be able to be played by like four or less people okay 
You know what I mean? Like yeah. backyard barbecue, like let's close play a game. friends playing a game, yeah. Whereas like Ultimate Frisbee, you have to have like it's like 15 a good people. amount of people. Yeah. Okay. So I'll take that off my list. Okay. So I will pick cro- uh, Croquet. <laughs> you dirtbag. He's taking everything I want. So that's a game I play. I, we used to play back in the day. It's pretty fun. It's pretty cool. Um, it's not like ultra competitive. I mean, it can oh, be. Oh, it can be. It can be, but it, it's uh, it's, it's one that you like can play. With, yeah, it's one that you can play with the kids, um, or you can get super competitive with the adults. Croquet's you know fun. It it's a good game. It is a good game. It's like a very. I feel like it's kind of a bougie game. Like it's kind of. It like, is. Um, hmm, I play some croquet. croquet. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No, for sure it is. <laughs> Anyways, all right. Dang. All right. Well, I'm gonna go with ladder toss. Sweet, because I have I had literally I only have one more pick, ladder. But that's a great. Um, that's the one for those listening. Where there's like the, I mean, most of them are just made on like PVC pipe, little tower thing with three levels, and you throw like two golf balls attached with a rope. Yeah, and you just and like, chug it and it sticks around the pole. Yeah, they like spin around like nunchucks. Yeah, it's a, that's a fun. <laughs> if it gets too. competitive, watch out. Somebody might beat you with those suckers. <laughs> I know. It's great. Um, it's fun. Okay. All yard games are fun. With my last pick, I'm going to pick, and hopefully this counts. It may not, but it's the only pick I got. So I'm going to pick disc golf. Does that count? Yeah, I think that one counts. That's not really a sport. Yes. Because you can just set that up at a barbecue and yeah. throw a Frisbee. Sorry if you guys are like professional disc golf players. And I just called it not a sport. But I mean, <laughs> it's like, I feel like. It's a very leisurely thing. Yeah. You just kind of throw a frisbee at the, at the pin, hole, yeah, basket, whatever you think. You can kind of set that up in your backyard. So I consider that a lot yard game. Cool. That's All the right. only pick I had. So so yeah, that the, helps. The only yard game I had left. Well, I'm gonna go with one that can be slightly dangerous. Depends on who you play with. But I'm gonna go with lawn darts. That's actually a great pick. I don't know why I didn't think of that. Dude, they're so much fun. That's super fun. That's great. Just lasering those suckers across the backyard. <laughs> 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 Dude, that's, you do have to be careful, though. Yeah, you definitely do. That one's play at your own risk and watch your teammates, but Lawn Darts is fun. Lawn Darts is great. Oh, what a good pick. That's a sixth-round sleeper, dog. Yeah, that's great. Hopefully, I don't get disqualified for my disc golf, but I think it counts. No, I think that one counts. Um, I was honest about the other two. I think that one does. Okay, cool. Well, sweet. Yeah, that's <laughs> all literally all I have. My list is empty. So. <laughs> Same. So let's recap a little bit. I pick first, so I'll recap my team first. Um, I got spike ball, horseshoes, badminton, pickleball, croquet, and disc golf. And Ben got cornhole, can jam, giant Jenga, bocce ball, ladder toss, and lawn darts. So all games are absolutely great. On yeah. That, so you lists. should, if you haven't played any of these, you should buy them or find somebody yeah, do that a has demo, them. Then vote. <laughs> and yeah, and then and then vote, um, or just buy them to play them because they're super fun. Um, like we said, spike ball. Uh, That's top two. Literally right now. legendary. Cornhole, so fun. Horseshoes, same. Can jam, same. Badminton, just all of them are so fun. Uh, so. Yeah, so we uh, we did this one kind of being funny because we're playing a lot of yard games right now, but also to encourage you to have some fun. Um, I know yeah. that um, during this time, um, coronavirus is still a thing and people are being affected by it. And, and we even know a few people who recently have 
been affected by it. And so we're praying for those people and praying for you. Yeah. But also Facts. we do know that um, you guys need to have some time to have some fun and get and, your mind out there. Yeah. So play some yard games. <laughs> yard games are great. And get read the whole your, neighborhood and out read there. your Bible and pray and do those types of and things. And read your Bible. And read your Bible. Um, but yeah. Hey, so thanks for joining us. We're so um, grateful that um, we get to do this thing called life with you. And so um, I don't think I have anything else to say. We had a lot of fun today. Yeah, we did. Uh, so uh, with no further ado, I'm Brett. And I'm Ben. And cue the outro. Yeah.